to find out more. I'm here speaking with Jeff Rotemeyer of Impact HK, and uh, why don't you give me a short introduction about what Impact HK is? Hi there. Thanks a lot, Thomas. Um, yeah, Impact HK basically started off as a humanitarian movement with myself and a few friends where we went out and helped the homeless by just showing them some kindness through a food donation and a drink donation. So one night, um, a friend and I went out and just passed it out, and it was as simple as that. We made some good connections, and we saw the we saw the appreciation from uh, a major homeless camp in Chantry Po. And after that, I decided to to open it up to more friends and to some of my blog readers, and just invite them to join us, in hopes of it spurring on a bit of a movement. And that's exactly what's happened. So, and it focuses on helping out the homeless people of Hong Kong. Yes, Impact HK is pretty much solely focused on supporting the homeless community. However, we have done um, some other events supporting people living in caged homes, um, orphans. Um, we've been paid for a young lady's cleft lip operation. So there has been. We're open to other other avenues because we have a. Now we have basically, you know, we've created a movement based out of kindness. Yeah. So we have an opportunity to help many groups. But I do want to focus. Um, our main focus should be on the homeless. Okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, today we're here specifically to talk about some of the events that you run and that you do open to the public. And one of them is called uh, Kindness Maps. And, you, and you've, you've dubbed it second edition, right? Yes. Why don't you uh, do a short introduction about that? Yeah, that's a very cool event. Um, it's killing two birds with one stone. We're... Um, you know, decreasing the amount of plastic bag wastage, you know, which is, you know, in Hong Kong, you see plastic bags everywhere. So, you know, and we're also creating uh, a lot of exposure and informing people about that there is a major homeless problem in Hong Kong and we're benefiting uh, while supporting them through giving them products. So we take the plastic bag and we're, we're cutting it up into strips and, and looping it and then eventually creating a long like yarn, we call it plarn, like plastic yarn. And then that's uh, either woven or it's uh, crocheted into a mat. And we're adapting that because there, there are other products we can make. So we're starting to stuff pillows. So we're uh, getting pillowcases and filling them with uh, shreds of plastic bag, which is actually surprisingly quite soft. Um, and then we're handing it out to, yeah, the homeless communities. So where did this idea come from to, to recycle plastic in such a way? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not my idea. I wish I could say I came up with it. It was a, a friend introduced it to me, and it was done, I know, in the States. A church group in the States, was they're doing it, and they're still continuing to do that. And, you know, it's actually quite a nice, durable mat. So now it's a, it's a separation. It should be a divide from the cold concrete underneath the cardboard. So, for example, if someone's sleeping on cardboard and that cardboard gets wet, it's just ruined. Yeah. And, and the plastic bag mat, it's strong, and, and we're hoping that that will be a useful product. Okay, cool. Uh, and why don't you talk about the process that goes in on the day? So you, you reserve just one day to make all the plastic um, products that you can, right? Talk about how that day goes. Yeah, it's you know, it's your second time doing it. The first time was... Uh, you know, it was quite smooth, actually. We've been, we have people collecting bags. Hopefully, we announced the event for about two months before, three months before, and hopefully, enough people are collecting bags, and we have schools involved in collecting bags as well. And on the day, we all, we have all the bags, basically go to the site, 
and then we could divide into teams. One team will, one team will arrange the bags, and then they do the prepping. So they do the cutting of it, and they do the looping to make the long yarn. Um, another group will go right into uh, crocheting, which is quite a time-consuming process. And another group, this I'm creating these. Um, what do we call them? They're weaving like uh, frames. Right, so they're taking. They'll have the frame. So we'll have one group doing weaving on the frame, which is a lot faster to create the mat. And then we'll have another group doing the pillow stuffing. So they'll be uh, taking the shreds, the extra shreds, and filling the pillowcases. And then finally, we'll have another group um, which will be sewing the pillowcases together. Yeah. So there'll be lots of different stations for people to get involved in, however they want. Yeah, it's it's yeah. So you find your strength. I'm not a crocheter, believe, <laughs> believe it or not. You know, it's not my skill. But yes, I will. I'll be there, and I'll probably be stuffing pillowcases. And you know, luckily we have some great crocheters there and weavers. So yeah, it's just a great team effort. And you notice it right away. You step in that in that place. It's just full of love, and it's a very kind community. We've got food. We've got drinks donated. Um, it's just a really good experience. And I guess you don't really need any experience in uh, plastic sewing, do you? Not at all. Yeah. No, no. You just, yeah, you just need to get in there and help. And, you know, the, the volunteers just come and we find they just jump right in. They find their, you know, they find the area that they'd like to support and they go in. It's really nice. Yeah. Perhaps you could talk about the previous event and how that went. Yeah. Kind of, that's one point maybe. Yeah. yeah, that was a little, yeah, that was simply uh, the crocheting. And also, so that we had one team doing the prep and one team doing the crocheting. And it was a learning process in that we realized, you know, crocheting is just that time consuming. It yeah. probably takes about 20 hours to make one mat, which is, and it's also using, you know, well, like around a thousand bags. So it's a pretty, yeah. the, the beautiful, beautiful thing about crocheting is that the mat is actually very strong yeah. and it's really impressive. The weaving will be a little bit less strong. But it will, it will only take about maybe two hours for one mat. So I think we'll be a little bit more productive this time in that regard. And then we're adding the pillows this time, uh, which we didn't have last time. And I think, you know, there are other products. We're looking into jump ropes. So we could do, um, you can weave jump ropes and make them for, for orphans or refugees, for example, or uh, different countries even, you know. So there's a lot of, a lot of potential here. Really, I think the key the key is about education. Yeah. So I see the future of this really being about getting this concept into schools and teaching children about empathy and about problem solving and about um, you know basically how to how to come together as a as a community and and achieve something. And, and you know, think about others as well is a good idea, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, we see now you know empathy is such an important. It's such an important ingredient in life, and yeah, it would be good to get this in the school system. Uh, do you think you could talk about the numbers? Like, how many plastic bags per uh, per sheet do you normally get? Yeah, I think it's I think it's roughly you know it's an estimate, but it's around a thousand bags for a mat. You know, it's a good sized mat. It's around we aim to make it around the size of a yoga mat. So, um, however, this time when we do the weaving, we'll, we're gonna. Each frame is around a third of the size of a yoga mat, so we'll have each person putting that together, and then one of our crocheters will put.
put the three pieces together to make one. I think it'll be a little, a little bit more time yeah. efficient. You know. And I, I actually saw some pictures on your on your Facebook page, and it looked like it created quite a, a, a multicolored product, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's surprisingly quite a beautiful mat. Yeah, you know, yeah. You get plastic bags of different colors, and it's all put together, and yeah. It's actually quite nice. Okay, cool. Uh, so uh, as we wrap up the interview, um, perhaps you can uh, tell me one of your most memorable experiences from the last Kindness Mats event. Yeah, I think the beautiful thing is just, you know, it's just, uh, you know, Impact HK is all about many people coming together for the common cause of just doing kind acts, mm-hmm. you know, um, supporting people. And it, it's very evident when you're in that room that you're in a, a loving space it's kindness generated and yeah that's that's probably that'd have to be my you know most memorable aspect of it just seeing that that kind of uh, environment created okay okay so if people wanted to get involved uh where could they find more information first primarily we're on uh facebook so you can check out our facebook page at impact hk charity and yeah, that you know, we're getting our website going. We'll be a registered charity soon. We'll be able to attack um, bigger issues and use our numbers to keep creating and keep raising our ambition to create change for the homeless community in Hong Kong. And when is Kindness Match 2.0? It's on the 21st of January from 11 o'clock to 5 o'clock at the desk in Saipan. In Saipan. Yeah. Cool. All right, uh, thank you very much for talking to me today, and uh, good luck with your event. No, thanks for the support. Much appreciated.